This week on the Mickey File Podcast, we'll discuss Disney news and have DVC discussions. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Mickey File Podcast. Hopefully not unlucky 13. Never. Once again this week, I'm Scott, and with me is my beautiful wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. Like she said before, we'll have some news stories. There's a lot of news, a lot of new stuff coming out. Yes. Trying to get things in before the first of the year, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a discussion about renting DVC points. For people who aren't familiar with it, or maybe you've done it before, but there's some undercover points out there that are available right now. Yes. Unfortunately, someone's misfortune could be your good fortune, I guess. Yes. So we'll talk about that. And kicking off the news, the big story that everybody has been waiting for since they announced the parks are reopening, park hopping is coming back. That is the most exciting thing I have heard this half of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It's going to make, it's going to give you a lot of options now mm-hmm. when you go to the parks. Yes. And not just things to do, mm-hmm. but places to eat. Yes. You know, now you can go to Magic Kingdom for the day, see the the holiday decorations, and then go over and grab dinner at Epcot. Somewhere in the world mm-hmm. at Epcot. Yeah. It's it's exciting. I'm excited. I, I am it. so excited. I had to completely rethink all of our plans for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the only problem with all that is that it could sound like a great idea on Magic Kingdom Day to go over and make a reservation at Epcot for dinner. But potentially, because of the way they're doing it, you may not get in. Right. So we're going to have to see how this actually works out once it's in practice. Yeah. So what they're telling us right now is you'll make your park reservation for whichever of the four parks you want to go to that day. Right. You have to go check into that park. You have to be there. and Before 2 o'clock. Before 2 o'clock. Right. And then after 2 o'clock, based on availability, you'll be able to go to another park. Right. So, first of all, the after 2 o'clock, I mean, it sounds pretty good. A park opens at 9 or 10. It's mm-hmm. four hours, five hours in the park. Right. That's a good amount of time for, still for some of the parks, mm-hmm. you like know. Animal Kingdom right now, really. Yeah. And, and Epcot, if you don't, if you're not into the food and wine or. Right. Festival of the Holidays, which will still be food and wine, really. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the two o'clock thing is because they want to make sure you're not getting into Hollywood Studios in time to exploit the two o'clock Rise of the Resistance. Well, and they've also stated that if if it is not your park day, you cannot get in the queue for two o'clock. Yeah, I know, but that's a lot of pressure on Disney's IT. Right, but it's because it's picking up the fact that you don't actually have a valid park reservation because you're not going and making a second park reservation. I understand, and it may work like that. Right. Realistically, it's a lot easier for them to not have to rely on the software and Mm -hmm. just say you can't get in until after 2 o'clock when the passes are all gone. Right. 
So, I mean, that's really what they're getting at. Now, there's some caveats there about the it may be earlier based on situations, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess if for whatever reason all the parks were empty, they'd let you get in earlier. And now it also allows individual tickets that are being sold to add the park hopper option back on as well. So, yeah, right. Right, which is nice for people that are coming out of town. Let's say they only buy a two-day ticket. It gives them gives them the availability to go to all four parks in a two, in two-day time period. Sure. Which is nice. Yeah. So along with that, they announced that park-to-park transportation is going to be restarting. Mm-hmm. Along with the park hopper in... In conjunction with. In conjunction with. with the park hopper. Mm-hmm. And also resort-to-resort resort transportation will be starting again, which didn't really... I, I guess I never paid attention that they even had that. Yeah, I didn't either. But anyway, it's restarting. Yes. Uh, same time as park hopping. So January is going to be... Uh, sounds like a good time to come down and mm-hmm. do Disney World. Staying at Walt Disney World and talking, well, about transportation some more. Mm-hmm. The bridge from Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom is open. I don't know. Big deal, no deal. I think it's a big deal-ish. Um, I know that's a crazy way of saying it. I think it's a big deal because it gives people, instead of having to wait for the monorail and they want to walk, they can walk. Right. They but, can. I mean, having seen it, God, it seems like a long way. It's a long way from the monorail. Yeah. From well, the monorail station where it comes out. Right. And it shows it's from from the closest point of Grand Floridian to that. said it's a, about a 12-minute walk. Yeah. So it's no deal for me. Right. I'm not doing it. Now, if you're taking the resort monorail, it's the last stop to get back to Grand Floridian, which could take a half an hour. Yeah, it could. The boat. The little boat takes, I don't know, five minutes. It's the first stop. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're, you know, a jogger or something and right, and uh, don't want to wait on the monorail to go all the way around, I, I guess I get that. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it. No. I mean. I mean I, if I do, it's going to be, okay, I've got to do the walk, so I'll go do the walk one day. But Right. And I, I think it's more of a. It sounds crazy, but I think it's more of a walk there rather than a walk back. Yeah, I would think. I mean, the way we're all complaining already about not having trams in the parking lot, I can't imagine (laughs) wanting to make that walk. Right. I mean, you know, half the time we take the monorail because we'll even take the resort monorail back to TTC because you've got a seat as opposed to the ferry Mm -hmm. standing up. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, yeah. I know it's a big deal. I know people are excited about it. I'm not all that excited about it just because. I'm just not really sure how much of a change it's going to make for things for as much as they did to it, you know, to, you know, it was such yeah, a big deal to create, to create the walkway unless they were feeling that people from Grand Floridian were stuck. The only way they could get there is monorail. I, I guess. I mean, I, I guess they needed another way there. I mean, you can't walk from Polynesian, but from Polynesian, you can go right to TTC and take... I mean, you can walk from Polynesian to Grand Floridian. 
Yeah. And then walk that bridge. Yeah. But if you're a DVC member, it means you've walked all the way across Polynesian and all the way across Grand Floridian. Right. And all the way across that walkway. So I'm going to say there are not going to be a lot of people doing that. Right. I would agree. So, but anyway, it is open. Yes. And hopefully some people will be real excited about it. I know. I know Disney must be excited about it. They've built this thing and. With the rotate. It's a really cool bridge. Yeah. It rotates so the boats, the the night water pageant can can get through. The Mm -hmm. electrical water pageant. Right. They spent a bunch of money on it and they've been building it. Seemed like forever, but I guess it really wasn't. Well, it was about a year because probably. Yeah, probably. But anyway, so yeah. it's open. Yeah. So congratulations, Grand Floridian owners. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Kind of in conjunction with that, well, it's work that was being done. They're still doing refurb. Actually, the big one they're working on is Hotel Plaza Boulevard. The signage there off of, is it 535? Yeah, 535. Okay. On to Hotel Plaza Boulevard. They're redoing all that signage for the 50th anniversary. They primed the wall so it was kind of all white, so it was very unusual looking because you couldn't see any of that. And they're doing surface repairs on the welcome sign. That That's should a be pretty done. nondescript sign anyway. Right. Like that whole entrance is kind of, I don't know, hidden. Yeah. But maybe, um, maybe now with the new colors, it'll stand out more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but the wall's low and it really just looks like any other intersection so they need to do something there to spruce it up and mm-hmm. remind people it's disney right so i can't wait to see what it's going to look like yeah i think it'll look nice yeah because it'll kind of give a prelim of how the main entrance not coming into walt disney world will look too i think right well we're seeing some of that yeah like already, on western but, but you don't see that one as much you right know? so but yeah this the entrance on Hotel Plaza Boulevard, and for those who don't know, so Hotel Plaza Boulevard runs right to uh, Disney Springs, mm-hmm. to the Lime Garage, Orange Garage. Right. And there are a bunch of non-Disney hotels on that stretch between 535 and Disney Springs. So mm-hmm. there's, uh, we've talked about before, a B, uh, Holiday Inn, a couple of Wyndham's. Mm-hmm. There used to be a Best Western. I think there's still something else that I can't ever remember. But right. all of that stuff is is right there. So it's Hotel Plaza mm-hmm. before it becomes, I think, maybe Buena Vista Boulevard. I believe that's what it becomes, yeah. Um, at the light there. Right. And, and those are the ones that are the um, good neighbors or the good, the, is it good neighbor? Yes. That, that yeah. basically it, it applies like you're staying on property. Yeah, or official Disney. Right partners whatever mm-hmm. so pretty cool because they're they're not disney hotels but you get almost all of the same privileges as a disney hotel right uh, at least as far as early magic hours and park reservations it's, it's you're treated the same as if you were staying at grand for yeah, grand floridian right which is really nice yeah it is yeah and it's a little more budget friendly sometimes yes. at those and availability is a lot easier at those. Oh yeah, they um I mean I don't think we ever had a problem with availability. No, we've never gone to a second choice there. Yeah. I found what I want for Christmas today. Oh really? They have spider bots <laughs> now available at Disneyland Resort because they're gonna be part 
well, it's merchandise for the Avengers uh, campus that they're building out there. But these spider bots are really cool. So it's like the Marvel version of your droid. Build a droid, although mm-hmm. you don't get to build them. They just are what they are. Oh. But they're remote control. They have laser eyes. <laughs> they, you know, they light up. We'll have to but talk they, about that later. They're almost like a, they're like a battle bot. So, oh, really? Yeah, you, you actually have to get, you have to get two of them so you can fight them. <laughs> but they're really cool. Really, really cool looking things. And, you know, whoever has the stronger laser, I guess the back shield part pops off and tells you who oh, won. Oh, so it really is like battle bots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's, pretty it's, cool. Yeah, you're supposed to fight them. So, <laughs> but they don't like beat on each other they they at least the video i saw basically they just shoot at each other with their laser eyes oh so they're kind of playing mind game with yeah each other. <laughs> and i think it's kind of like the old duck hunter game whereas if you hit it on the target then it reacts so i guess it depends on the way you're turned facing uh, each other okay kind gotcha. of thing. it was what it looked like but um yeah they're pretty cool they're they're pretty neat of course the uh the article i saw does not tell how much they are on them of course well they, then you know they're Surprise. not going to be inexpensive <laughs> yeah. yeah i you know i mean, looking at them i figure they're going to be the same as building a droid they look pretty similar to that honestly yeah so probably 100 bucks at least in size and scale and all that yeah in theory right and on those same lines of merchandise that there's stores reopening around for the holidays in magic kingdom a village gift Village Gifts, which is backed by Gaston's, and it has most... Is that the Bonjour Gifts? Yes, the Bonjour Village Gifts, yes. And then in Epcot, uh, there's two in Italy and one in France. Those are reopening for the... I don't... It says they're reopening for the holidays, so we'll see if they're going to continue to be opened after the holidays. It's... I think it kind of depends on, you know, flow. Well, I think it depends on... People being able to leave their homes and yes, go on vacation. Right. If it stays exactly like it is right now, they needed more stores. Yes, they did. You know. Yeah, it was kind of limited. Yeah. So, so especially in those countries too. So yeah. Right, and especially, I mean, eventually they're going to have to hang up the flower and garden merchandise. Mm-hmm. The twenty twenty yeah, flower and garden that merchandise they're still selling. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and the you know food and wine because that's getting ready to end. Mm-hmm. So once that's you it. take those away, there isn't a lot of shopping at Epcot. Yeah, which used to be really the reason, one of the reasons, the maybe a third reason after food and drink mm-hmm. to go back to the World Showcase was you know all the cool, authentic merchandise yes. from different countries and. I mean, nothing in England's open. Not nothing, but right. None of the stuff I want to go to right is open. I, I can only look at tea and purses for so long. Right. So, and officially, food and wine officially ended yesterday. Okay. So they are changing over for this week, and it opens on Friday. Right. Festival yeah. Festival of the holidays. Right. Well, and, and I also just stay on that one that, again, they do open on Friday and the new guide map is actually out already in the park so people can kind of plan for it. Now, on the new guide map, it actually lists Ratatouille's, Remy's Ratatouille is opening soon. 
Okay. And it lists Guardians of the Galaxy on the map, as well as the Play Pavilion, which are not scheduled to open till next year. Right. So that's encouraging that that stuff's on the map. Yeah, yeah, that it'll still... Yeah. So it's still in the plans, which we knew because they've just done a lot with that D23 Expo this past week. Right. A lot of talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and 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 Ratatouille and mm-hmm. Epcot mm-hmm. specifically. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, I kind of got the impression back in the spring, early summer, mm-hmm. that a lot of the Epcot stuff was getting maybe put on hold. You know, we heard Spaceship Earth isn't getting redone yet. Mary mm-hmm. Poppins has been put on hold. Right. But all of a sudden, in the last couple of weeks, for sure, you're seeing some new construction mm-hmm. with the, uh, Italy. the gelato mm-hmm. restaurant, shop, whatever you would call whatever that. Whatever it's going to be, right. At Italy. They're really pumping... Guardians of the Galaxy, hard. Mm-hmm. Ratatouille, every time you go by the International Gateway, something's different at Ratatouille that you can see from there. Right, and Harmonious. The real... And Harmonious, that they've been testing fireworks mm-hmm. and now talking about the barges, which was actually next on my list. So right. That'll bring us right in there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people saw three weeks ago mm-hmm. these huge barges. Right metal monstrosities that are going to be part of the harmonious show. Mm-hmm. Now they're telling us that those fountains are going to be out there during their, the barges will be out there during the day acting as fountains. Which is very cool. Yeah. Cause that lake really needed something, something mm-hmm. during the day. Right. Uh, I was listening to a different podcast this morning and it's just the greatest idea I've ever heard that, you know, you've got the boats that go from, we just rode one, right? The, the friendship, the friendship boat, Canada to Morocco or mm-hmm. whatever. Those barges really just need to soak the boats. Like <laughs> that would be really cool. Cali River Rapids. You get on the boat, you will get wet. You may get soaked. <laughs> I think it'd be That's awesome. Really, a great idea. <laughs> you know, otherwise they're just sitting out there in the middle and blocking traffic. So, come on, Disney, make it happen. Okay, I'm having a visual of that. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. You think you're free and then, boom, water cannon right in the side of the boat. I think it'll be great. Oh, now I'm going to have that visual for hours in my head. <laughs> but I think it's going to be exciting. We we need some more stuff at Epcot. Yeah. Um, a lot of Epcot has gotten aged mm-hmm. or closed. Right. And... So much of it's under construction. It'll be nice to see some things getting finished. Yes. And nice to have some new stuff there. Yeah. Just today I was reading uh, on the Disney Parks blog about they're changing the lighting at the entrance of the park. They're changing the lighting around Spaceship Earth. Oh, wow. uh, To make the entrance more modern and appealing. Okay. Coming into the park. You know, it's the only park where the the park icon is right, right. there when you walk in. Everything right. else, you've got to walk down Main Street or mm-hmm. through Discovery Island, right down Hollywood Boulevard, whatever, to get to the the icon, the weenie. Mm-hmm. 
Epcot, you walk in, there it is. Boom. I mean, it's the but, first thing you get to. Now they've got the, the new pylon deal. But it doesn't stop but, it from the parking lot. You can look at it and you just get a little yeah. pitter-patter in your yeah, heart. Yeah, no. You so know. it's it's very cool. And and it's good that they're going to, you know, modernize the, the lighting scheme and stuff up there. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that matters more at night. But it's always right. been beautiful at night. So oh, it is. if they're changing it, it's got to be even better. Mm-hmm. And while we're still at Epcot, I'm excited to hear that the Living with the Land Christmas overlay is completed and apparently looks beautiful. So I can't wait for us to go see that. Yeah, I always like that. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's definitely not over the top. It's just some lights and bows and stuff, but it it looks great on the plants. Yeah, but apparently they've added more into some of the windows and everything. It's even more than it was last year. And last year it looked really nice, and they have the music going too, so I'm excited to be able to get back to see that as well. Yeah, I really like that ride. It's it's underrated to me. Very underrated, along with the um, the behind the seats when tours come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great. Great way to kill an hour mm-hmm. and for not a ton of money. Right. I mean, $25 before a yeah. discount. And yeah. really interesting. Yeah, it really is. And that's all I have for Epcot. Okay. So a little news from around the world. Hong Kong is celebrating their 15th anniversary over there. Really, I obviously have no idea how long does different Disney parks have been open. Yeah, I thought it was longer than that. I would have thought way longer than 15 years. I would have thought like 25, yeah. And one of the things that they are doing right now is they have redone the castle completely to the Castle of Magical Dreams. Huh. Gorgeous? It is. It's beautiful. I guess we need to go see it now. Well, not. It's Hong Kong. We're no, I mean, see we'll, we'll, see it, we'll see it digitally. How about that? There we go. <laughs> So this is the first time that Disney has done a castle that isn't dedicated to one princess. We've got oh. Sleeping Beauty all over the place. Right. Cinderella here in Florida. Mm-hmm. The Castle of Magical Dreams is inspired by the 13 stories of beloved Disney princesses and queens and offers something special for every guest with its many towers and spires. Huh. It embraces iconic patterns, textures, and colors unique to each heroine's story. So this is the first time at any Disney park the castle has shifted from being representative of only one princess to featuring multiple heroines. Wow. Highlighting the diversity of the unique characters and their stories. And it's not real blatant stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a spire on it that has Mushu from Mulan up on top of the spire. If you look close at the lofty towers, you might spot Snow White's apple, Abu, Mushu, Merida's bow and arrow. There are murals depicting each princess and queen pursuing their passions around the area, each reflecting deep research on the time period that the heroines hail from. Wow. I didn't realize a lot of them were from different time periods, to be honest with you. I figured they were kind of so, all the same. For example, Cinderella can be seen taking a hot air balloon ride over her kingdom. Aurora is dabbling in falconry. And Ariel braving the seas on a sailboat to visit her underwater family. Huh. In the murals. Beautiful stained glass window that's got, as you look at it, a glass slipper, 
uh, Seashell, The Rose, mm-hmm. Genie Lamp, The Tangled Sun, icons for all of the Disney princesses around this beautiful stained glass window. In a nod to Sleeping Beauty, the fact that it is Sleeping Beauty Castle originally. Right. Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather are now seen spreading fairy dust across the castle's breezeway, casting light onto the chandeliers. Oh, cool. And leading the way to a new rotunda with 9,000 points of dancing light. Oh, my goodness gracious. So the thing is going to be lit up at yes, night. Yes, it is. Really cool thing that they did as part of this transformation the resort invited guests, cast members, community partners, and Disney friends, including Mickey, to share their own dreams and wishes on magical dream cards. Then the cards were collected into a treasure chest and lifted up to the top of the tallest tower in the castle, ensuring that the heart of the resort will always be filled with hopes and dreams. That's really very cool. It is. It's a very... It's, it's all very symbolic it's really cool, and it looks really, really big compared to what I'm used to seeing for the other castles. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's got a rotunda. Apparently, you can walk at least into it. Oh, really? If not through it. It's beautiful. Wow. I hope. Man, it's a shame they can't get that done in time for the 50th. That would have been amazing. Yeah. That would have been very cool. But it's really, really cool. Well, I mean, I see the pictures here of it, and the color on it, it's very vibrant and everything, but I'd like to see the video of it where it shows everything. Yeah, so. and they've got a video mm-hmm. here. We'll watch it later on. Yes. So that's it for our international news today. Ooh. Getting back local, Brightline train service, rail service, whatever it's going to be called, Brightline mm-hmm. in Florida Right now, they're working on a passenger train from West Palm Beach, Far East Coast, mm-hmm. to Orlando International Airport. Okay. Which, which is, is good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would have thought that West Palm Beach would go to Miami, but I, I guess maybe not. I would thought so, too. It's a further drive than it feels like, but it's still surprising that they're bringing them to Orlando. To yeah. Me. Uh, so that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Once they get it to Orlando International Airport... They're going to build a station at Disney Springs. Wow. We don't know where at Disney Springs yet. But it's going to be, there's going to be a train station at Disney Springs for a high-speed rail passenger train. Wow. So it's going to be what they're saying right now, two-story building at least, ground-level lobby and passenger services. Upper level is the train platform. Wow. Uh, So... Basically, that's the Magic Kingdom train station. Yeah. The Main Street train station, which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's what you see in movies all the time anyway. Right. They're projecting this is going to be after the 2022 completion of that West Palm to Orlando line. And it's going to be actually the first phase of expanding the line over to Tampa. Oh. So, maybe after 2022... Way after 2022, because it's going to take a long time to get here. Right. We won't be driving over there all the time. I know. That would be nice. Jump on a train to Disney Springs and walk across the bridge to Saratoga. That's cool. Mm -hmm. New train one day coming. Yes. 
it's been a really long project in Florida. Yeah. So they've it's, been talking it's not going to be time. soon. Yeah. Been. But at least it's on the horizon. Yes. Speaking of things that are on the horizon, Thanksgiving this week, Christmas is coming up in just over a month. Mm-hmm. And so Disney has some new pass holder holiday specific merchandise featuring the projections on Cinderella Castle. Yes. So they'll be be available from November 30th through December 30th. Mm-hmm. Have to be an annual pass holder. Which is good. But you will get your annual pass holder discount on the merchandise. So that's good too. Yes, it is. You guys are not going to believe this. They're going to have magic bands, ornaments, raglan fleece, and more. I'll bet you there's a spirit jersey. Jersey. I'm just saying. I I think you might be right there, babe. Almost guarantee. Not a lot yet released as far as what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm always excited about pass holder stuff. Yes. And holiday stuff. I'm going to go check this out. It's going to be four places in the Magic Kingdom Park that mm-hmm. you'll be able to find this. Star Traders over in Tomorrowland. Also, Bonjour Village Gifts in Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. The Frontier Trading Post in Frontierland. That's surprising because that's not a very big store and, and it's, it's the pin post. Yeah, I'm really surprised unless it's specific. There's pin. not a lot of extra room in that store, so no. I don't know where they're going to put it. Now, they do have magic bands and, and phone cases. They do, on but the wall, but that's about you know, it. as far as putting sweatshirts and... yeah. That kind of stuff. It's it's pretty tight fit there. It is. And then the Plaza del Sol Caribe Bazaar in Adventureland. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty tight. I mean, even though it's in an open area, that's got a lot of stuff in it already. So I guess they're just going to have to move some things around. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, Star Traders, I get they always have right. the seasonal and party stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Bonjour Village Gifts, for some reason, they are really pushing, trying to get people back into in the, there right now. Probably right. just because it's so off the beaten path. With right. And they're trying to take Just traffic. aerials being yeah. back there. And trying to get the traffic going back that way, maybe. Yeah. But the Frontierland one really, yeah, that really was, does surprise me. Just because yeah. it's not a very big store. No, and it's not. When I, was, when I was there last week, waiting in line, there were... So there's two cash registers in the mm-hmm. store. The one when you come in next to Country Bear Jamboree, people were lined up across the store. So basically blocking your access from the entrance to the store because everything's entrance and exit now. Right. So you had to walk through a line of people to get actually into the store. And then the other cash register had people lined up down the wall in front of all the pins and so, it actually met the line for that other oh, cash register. So, yeah, yeah they got to do – I'm sure they're smarter than I am and they've got a plan for this, but I hope they have a plan for this because it could be a mess. Yeah, it could be. Because that's a really – Unless they're really going to limit the number of people in there. Last week with maybe 20 people, it was just way too crowded. Right. And there's no way there were 20 people in the store. Yeah. But it, it's just not made for for lines. No, it's not. All. I mean, it's a really narrow store. It's long, yeah. but it's very narrow. It is. So I would agree. 
the bonjour. Yeah, like you said, it's just got to be because they want people back there. Yeah, and I'm not real. I think we've been in that store once, maybe twice. Yeah. It, it seemed like there was plenty of room. They mm-hmm. always had kind of seasonal merchandise in there, too, the couple times we've been in there. Right. But they're, for some reason, since it opened last week, they're putting a lot of special stuff in there. So they're definitely trying to push people in that direction, right. get them back there. And, you know, like we said, there's really nothing else back there. Right. The restaurant and Ariel, and that's about it. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Dining options have returned to Walt Disney World. Some new, some more restaurants are opening up. Mm-hmm. Andy's, uh, Woody's Lunchbox is going to open the 25th. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, is that Thanksgiving Day? Uh, day no, before it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Right. So Wednesday, the 25th, December 13th. I'm really excited about I this. Know. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace is going to be reopening. Yes. And it does say, and while our friends from the 100 Acre Wood will be taking a break from greeting guests, the restaurant will now be offering family-style dining. Hmm. That's fine with me. Now, there's some confusion because this article says entrees including crispy fried chicken with honey pot drizzle, fire-roasted rib of prime rib of beef, fried cauliflower, and more. But then when the menu was released, it said baked chicken. Right. That honestly probably fits the restaurant better than fried chicken does. Yes. But I don't care. I'm just glad the restaurant's open. I love the, just the whole decor. Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh may not be walking around, but they'll still have the topiaries in the in the planner and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's good. December 17th, Tomorrowland Terrace is reopening. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever eaten there. At least I haven't. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. It's usually so, where they see the dessert party, so yeah. I just don't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Crystal Palace is reopening on December 13th. You'll be able to get reservations starting on December 1st. Right. Sorry, didn't want to leave that out. And additionally, uh looks like maybe today this happened, but breakfast has returned to the Friar's Nook in Fantasyland. Yeah. So it's... You know, the menu is what it is. It's mm-hmm. a breakfast sandwich, uh, sausage and gravy tater tots, and some cinnamon sugar donuts. So it's not it's not fancy. It's right. a quick service. But the, the breakfast sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheddar served on a multi-grain croissant with potato barrels. It's eight seventy nine. It's not bad. Sausage and gravy tots. Five dollars and forty nine cents. Cinnamon mm-hmm. sugar donuts, four ninety nine. Hopefully, you don't actually get the five donuts that they're showing. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe they're bigger. They look like donut holes, munchkins. Yeah. Which maybe they're not. Maybe they're really more like beignets or something. But right. But uh, it's not bad. No. Quick service mm-hmm. for relatively inexpensive. Right. And it's somewhere else that's open to. For breakfast. To yeah. get breakfast. Yeah, which the, there aren't a lot no, of places not. around there to get breakfast. Not at all. So. Because um, I'm not going to wait in line at Starbucks. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Never again. Crazy. So, Karen, what else you got? 
that's all I, well, other than the fact that at the resorts, they actually have up the trees, all the decorations. They're, I believe every resort now has officially been decorated for the holidays. Did you see Saratoga on the list? Yes, I did see Saratoga okay. on the list. They when did the I saw lobby. the list yesterday or day before, it wasn't yet. But, uh, but I actually saw, cool. I believe it was over the weekend, I saw that it had the lobby, all the stuff in the rotunda of the lobby. Good. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, and the resorts, if they're not doing the gingerbread houses, but mm-hmm. especially the some of the DVC resorts, it's fairly understated, but... I mean, I thought Saratoga's lobby was beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. Without without drawing huge crowds because mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't crazy. There was no big gingerbread house. There was some little, like, gingerbread village. Right. Um, and when I say little, like, eight-inch tall, you know, stuff like a like a Christmas village you'd put on your mantle. Right. Made out of gingerbread. Beautiful. And mm-hmm. I, I could never do it, but... But, you know, more understated, which was good because the the whole point of that place is they don't want people just hanging out in the lobby. Right. But, yeah, the tree was beautiful, how it had just all of the, you know, the horse-themed the horse themed items on it and, like, the horseshoes. It was just, it was beautiful the way it was decorated, that tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all of them are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting over there and seeing some of that, too. Yes, I am, too. The last bit of news just hit today, just a few hours ago, mm-hmm. and I'm sure by now everybody's probably heard it, but we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge it. Correct. That Joe Rody, after 40 years wow. as an Imagineer, is going to be retiring January 4th, 2021. He doesn't look old enough to have been there 40 years. No, he doesn't. But... But he has, and you know that's the guy that was the impetus behind and the brains behind Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that pushed and pushed to make a zoo when Disney didn't want to make a zoo. Right. And there's a really great story about him showing up at a meeting to pitch his ideas, and he walked a tiger in on a leash. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of variations of the story. So God knows what the truth is and he won't tell. Right. In the interviews I've heard with him. But that this tiger was walking around the room and with all these Disney executives. And his idea was basically to show that, see, this is exciting. (laughs) Which I guess it would be. Yeah, because I'd be terrified it's going to jump out at me. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, Joe is leaving. I guess he won't get to fix the Yeti. No, he won't. But, but he's left definitely left his legacy there. I he's mean, definitely left his mark on yeah. not just Animal Kingdom, but a lot of Disney. And yeah. he will certainly be missed. Yes. Yes. So that's a it's a that's a big change. So Yeah, it will be. Yeah. So with that, that's all the news I got. I think that's all I've got, too. Okay. But you know stuff's coming out while we're recording this, Oh, I'm right? sure it is. Yes. If I hit refresh on one of these browser tabs, <laughs> it'd probably be five more stories. Of course. Tonight, for our topic, and it would be pretty short, but there was a lot of news, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. We wanted to talk about something that we've done uh, twice now in the last two months, mm-hmm. which is renting DVC points, not from 
one of the services that everybody knows about. Right. BBC Rental, any of those. And not off eBay. Right. Which I've heard people doing. Or I think there's another place, Dick's or Dave's or whatever the name of the yeah, I'm not. I'm that, that people go to. Not even sure. What we have found is that there are people in Facebook groups, right, that are desperate because their points are expiring. Mm-hmm. They can't bank them at this point, right, and they'd like to get something out of them, or you know, either because their trips have been canceled, or right. because they're not going to be able to make a trip next year, or just don't want to make a trip next year, right. But their banking window has. Gone bye-bye. Right. And their expiration date's coming up, and rather than lose them, they'd rather... So, we're not endorsing any particular person or, you know, do your research, Mm -hmm. make sure that you feel comfortable with it, but we have twice bought points from just private people who are posting on a Facebook group for DVC owners Mm -hmm. and, and people looking... Right. So we thought we'd kind of share that story with you guys Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, throw another option out there for people that want to get down here. Right. Take it away, Karen. All right. Well, and I joined, we joined the Facebook group, not, I didn't, wasn't really 100% sure what it was. It just said, you know, obviously the title of it said DVC owners and renters. So decided, well, let's go and look and check it out. And they have it set up that, you can actually filter by point reservations. So people are putting up that I have, let's say, 45 points available expiring the end of November. That's just kind of an example. So what I did is I reached out to them and it says, you know, to PM me. A lot of times they don't list the point price per point, but I PM them and they said they had 47 points available. Now they said that they could not on this they could not transfer the points to me because once they're banked, you can't transfer. Right. But they said that they would make the reservations for us, give us the confirmation number. It'll be under our names and everything. So I reached out to them and they came back and said that they were asking $10 a point for the, for the 47 points. I gave them the dates that we were looking for the resorts we were looking for because we enjoy staying at Saratoga and the dates, I actually knew they were already available because I looked under our under the DVC availability. And she said, great. She was able to, she saw those dates were available. I used Venmo and paid the money to her. And for $470, we got four nights, two different stays. She gave the confirmation of hers for both stays, listed uh, myself and Scott. And we had four great nights at at Saratoga for $470. Yeah, and a studio at Saratoga goes for $400 to $500 a night. A night, night. yeah. If you were paying cash. Right. So technically I was paying cash, but we're we're benefiting from the fact that somebody else has points that they can't use and... We got a great, we got great rooms. Yeah, and they're getting something out of it. Right. You know, they're not just losing the points. Right. And honestly, I know if you go through one of the rental stores, points go for 14 to 16, something like that, a point. I right. think 
from what I've seen, I think the um, owner is getting somewhere around $13. Right. So the, the I, point it, when they rent them. So, you know, they're, they're losing a little bit there. Probably not getting a tax form. Right. Right. <laughs> which they probably are from the rental company. Right. For that income. So. Right. And I don't even know if it is income. I mean, you probably are overall losing money for that year. Probably. Because they're still paying the dues, but. Right. And and on this, on the Facebook, we've I've seen anywhere people selling them for, you know, offering $10 a point up to, there's some that are going for, you know, 18 19 a point. You know, kind of depends on what resort. Some are already booked that they're a confirmed room and they don't want to make reservations for you. They just want you to buy a reservation yeah, they, they already have. Yeah, reservation they have. And, right. And the rental companies do that same thing. They right. have guaranteed reservations, mm-hmm. which honestly is helpful if, right. if it fits your trip, you know, right. rather than, okay, now I've bought the points, but can I get a room? Right. Right. You know. And, and I mean, the people that I've rented from now, we have another one coming up that we did, we have in January, where the same thing, somebody had like 17 points available. And like, you know, most people are like, oh, that's one night. Well, it worked out for us because we're going for your birthday and going to be able to stay at Grand Floridian the night before your right. birthday trip. Right. So, and it's just really nice because it's through Facebook. I've actually become friends with this person through the through the Facebook site. We're messaging back and forth. We have, you know, just fun communicating back and forth. And it's just really nice to be able to meet other DVC people, because that's what they all are. Yeah. And you can, you know, make friends and acquaintances out of it, which is really nice. So anyway, that's kind of been our experience, like I said, going through private party. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a good group of people in this Facebook group. It's a private group, like all of them are anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to give the name of the group out on the podcast. But if you're interested in doing this, mm-hmm. reach out to us. You can send us an email or hit us up on Facebook. Right. And we'll get you invited into the group and see if you can find uh, some a cheap way to stay at, at Walt Disney World for a few days. It's mm-hmm. been, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to end up paying less than $200 for that night at Grand Floridian yeah. coming up, which is, you just can't do that right. anywhere else. Anyway, unless you have anything else, I think... That's it for this week. I think that is it for this week, other than I want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving. And one thing we're thankful for is all you guys that are still listening to us. I know. We appreciate it very much. We do. As always, please send us an email, mickeyfilepodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at mickeyfilepodcast. The private Facebook group, speaking of that, the Mickey File Podcast group, send us a request. We'll get you added in there, and we'll all share our stories. Mm-hmm. And the podcast is available on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Amazon. As of today, I just got a notification that we're also available through the Audible app. Oh, cool. I knew I that was that. coming, but then we thought maybe it wasn't coming because it just hit 
Amazon Music, but it's on uh, Amazon Music and Amazon uh, the Audible That's app cool. now. Which actually is going to be really cool because I spend most of my day listening to stuff on Audible. <laughs> and Pandora, iHeartRadio, we're on those as well. And anywhere else that you can find your podcast. Once again, thanks guys for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving. Be safe. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank, Good night. Thank you. Take care, everybody.